At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play adjusted series price sons a dollar 50 favorite Louis is stays in with a two-shot lead after a 36 hole record 11 under 129 of the open championship He's the favorite to win at 9 to 4. Colin Marikawa, two shots back, 9 to 2. Jordan Spieth also 9 to 2. Dustin Johnson, 8 to 1. Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm, 14 to 1. Brooks Kepka, 16 to 1. Eric Cole on the mound today for the Yankees, minus 105 at home against the Red Sox, minus 115. Football season is almost here. Our experts profile every college and pro team with advanced stats, power ratings, plus the best bets for win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide only $20 and discounts available when you buy both the guide and subscribe to vSIN. Go to vSIN.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. vSIN's The Pregame Show is live from the South Point Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas on your Saturday afternoon, perhaps your Saturday morning like it is for us here in Vegas. I'm Adam Candy, live as we get you ready for Game 5 of the NBA Finals, as well as a full card of Major League Baseball. And we are in process with the third round of the Open Championship, the British Open, if you prefer. Welcoming in our friend James Salinas from Denver, Colorado. As James, we have... uh, the fifth game of the NBA Finals that, of course, is going to 
take plenty of our attention here coming up shortly. Uh, getting folks caught up on the Open Championship as it's happening right now. We have been trading the betting favorite spot back and forth today between Louis Oosthuizen and Jordan Spieth. A um, couple of really interesting stories here on both ends, as we know that Spieth has been trying to make the rebound here for the better part of a couple of years. Louis Oosthuizen, never a shock to see him on the leaderboard of a major early on in a tournament. It's just a matter of actually closing out business for Louis. Uh, let's see here. 11 for Oosthuizen at the moment. Jordan Spieth at 10. Uh, we've seen Dustin Johnson sink a little bit on that leaderboard. Colin Morikawa hanging around as well. Uh, James, it has been a lot of the bigger names in golf who are vying for the title of champion golfer. Adam, not only the bigger names in golf, but also the look at these scores. Where are these scores coming from? I guess the weather has really impacted that, and that's really what I wanted to, to get into with you and your expertise on handicapping this tournament, not, not only where it was prior to round one, but now rolling into round three and halfway through round three, depending on, on who's up to the tee. I think here, how has this weather, because this is kind of unseasonable weather when we're talking about the Open or the British Open, really impacted? these scores and for you Adam I'm not sure what investments you have in this contest but from a, a handicapping standpoint of what you've seen with the weather and I think what's projected pretty mild the weather's going to continue to be relatively warm no wind not much rain or no rain to speak of really impacted how this course is played out and affects your handicap well I'll tell you what in terms of pre-tournament uh, I spent the better part of the week in non-legal betting states, so there wasn't much of an opportunity for me to to get down in the places that uh, that I happen to be during this week. But in terms of looking at it right now, the headline that I saw, I thought made no sense uh, after round one was that uh, the course is like a lamb. Uh, there were opportunities there to score. And when you see the course that is allowing opportunities the way that this one is, then you're more willing, I think, to look a little farther down the leaderboard and say, okay, uh, when in tough conditions, you probably aren't going to lose more than three shots off and say that person still has a chance to make an impact, but you can't go a little farther down and say, and someone, oh, truly uh, love, uh, yesterday's scores with 64, 65, a couple of 67s, kind of scores that you generally don't see in a major championship posted over multiple rounds, and yet here we have, you know, Louis Oosthuizen, who's two rounds and a handful of holes in, sitting there at 11, Jordan Spieth at 10. Uh, that's why we see them as the betting favorites, but I think there are more opportunities as you look farther down. It's the pregame show here from VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Adam Candy in Las Vegas, James Salinas in Denver, Colorado. Uh, we'll have plenty of updates here on the Open Championship as we continue along in the show as we have quite the battle going on on top of the leaderboard right now. Oosthuizen, Spieth, Morikawa, Dustin Johnson hanging around as well. A couple of the uh, lesser-known South African players are also in contention. Not the only news that we have here live at the moment. Uh, James, we've been talking plenty this week about basketball that is not the NBA Finals because Damian Lillard, one of the biggest names in the NBA, one of those guys that it truly seemed like was going to be a one-player, one-franchise guy throughout his entire career might potentially be on the move. Um, the headline from Chris Haynes of Yahoo was sort of like, he might ask in the coming days for a trade, but of course the speculation is running wild. Uh, we have odds from BetMGM 
that we can throw up at VEASAN.com for what might be the next location of Damian Lillard playing basketball. the 76ers listed at the top of the board at plus 250. I think there's a natural fit there when we start talking about Ben Simmons uh, as a trade chip to go back to Portland. Uh, be still my racing heart, my New York Knicks uh, at three to one. Uh, Heat at four, Warriors five, Lakers and Clippers at seven. It gets longer after that. Uh, James, let's start here. Uh, when we do these things and we look at the next location for someone, where they might play next year, trades, free agency, et cetera. These are markets that move on rumors, that move on air, that just move on little reports of things here and there. How do you approach any market when it comes to that sort of thing? We're talking about where is this guy going to play next season? Very carefully, Adam. Think about it just around the, uh, just a couple months ago, all the talk. We'll switch real quick to the NFL and thinking about Aaron Rodgers and was he going to come to Denver and what were they doing pre, after, during the draft and after the draft and all this speculation and, you know, three, two months plus later, we're still waiting for that. And now obviously not as much word coming out of either Aaron Rodgers or more so the Packers camp at this point. So I think it is, you, you, you just mentioned it, it's speculation and and thinking about where it would fit. Now, for me, approaching it, I didn't bet anything when it came to any futures for the Broncos in that scenario. I just couldn't see that happening with the Packers side, letting him go and just the PR nightmare that it would be for the Green Bay Packers later in Roger Slip. Now, thinking about the Damian Lillard situation, I don't know. That's not nearly as impactful there with Lillard to leave Portland from a public relations and kind of marketing standpoint here. But now you got to think about, well, what is the impact as far as what is the trade value for somebody like Damian Lillard and I think in the NFL trade value is all about draft picks in the case of the NBA we know that the draft uh, the, the the number one picks just don't carry that much weight it's not anything close to what you see when it comes to draft capital within the NFL so I think here it's what could be the fit plus you got to fit all these kind of uh, the the contract situations and how do those things play out? So thinking about fit, be still your beating heart there, Adam. I think that'd be a tremendous fit. You have, uh, you have Damian Lillard going to the New York Knicks. I think we saw the playoffs there. They're hurting at the point guard position and Derek Rose as tough as he is and competitive and everything that he's been through throughout his career. That is not the guy he's coming off the bench. That's not somebody you need in the starting lineup to run the show for 82 games. Lillard would be a tremendous fit there in New York with that young team. However, what did what could the Portland Trailblazers actually see within that roster as far as trade value goes from the New York Knicks, Adam? Really, it has to start with R.J. Barrett, uh, who took an enormous step forward from year one to year two. They can't trade Julius Randle because one year left on that contract, Portland's not going to look at that as getting any value back. It's going to be multiple first-round picks, uh, which is going to go back to the Knicks of old when you start talking about doing that. However... In the past, you were trading first-round picks for Eddie Curry and Andrea Bargnani. You weren't talking about Damian Lillard coming back on the other side. So the New York Knicks, I think, have to be looking at R.J. Barrett, multiple first-round picks. On the other side of this, if you're Damian Lillard and you're an NBA superstar calling your shots, do you look at this Knicks roster and see anything better than what you have in Portland right now? Uh, Would I rather play with C.J. McCollum and the supporting cast that's there as opposed to Julius Randle and the supporting cast in New York? I'm not sure that I necessarily would other than I now have the Eastern Conference to go through as opposed to having to make my way through the gauntlet of the West. 
James, the other point that I would bring up is that if you're looking at this market for Damian Lillard and talking about where he's going to play next season, I think the more interesting value might be to look at some NBA championship futures and talk about which team would be affected the most by Damian Lillard arriving. For example, let's talk about these New York Knicks. Uh, the Westgate has them at 50 to one. DraftKings has them at uh, 100 to one. The Knicks are going to move significantly if they get Damian Lillard, a lot better than the value of three to one. And if you're looking at what he means to this team, I think I would much rather, if I'm going to be investing in a future where my money's going to be locked up for some length of time, be looking at value. Uh, I'd be looking at the 76ers who are at 20, the LA Clippers at 25. You're going to see big moves uh, on those teams, not as big as the Knicks. They don't have as far to move. And of course, Clippers, you're talking about trading Paul George. 76 years, you're talking about trading Ben Simmons. So you're talking about more marginal upgrades than a team like the Knicks would get. What would the Miami Heat at four to one have to trade? What would the Warriors have to trade at five to one? That's probably James Wiseman uh, and multiple picks. So a very interesting market for Damian Lillard. And I don't know. I'll still be surprised ultimately if playing somewhere other than Portland next year. But in the NBA, we, we live to be surprised by these things in the offseason. Of course, not quite yet. At the offseason, James, uh, six o'clock on the West Coast, nine o'clock on the East Coast. The Milwaukee Bucks visiting the Phoenix Suns here in five of the tied NBA finals. Suns laying four, total 19. We, no one has won on the road as yet. Do you think the Bucks chance to go into Phoenix tonight and try to get Adam, I'm hopeful that they don't because I have two positions on this season. They've involved the Suns to win it game to win in seven games plus both 450 and I involved I, I involved at game two because I wanted to see first and foremost what was going to look was Jan going to take the and if and when he did how was he going to perform with his that was the question mark into the fight see yeah he been on the court for all four games and, and say the play especially games two and game three for you and and I think from going forward here, now the Bucks go back on the road. And really, game four, Adam, was the only competitive game. And I know the, the, the favorite has covered in all four of these games so far throughout the finals. But that was the only game in question. If you were back in the Phoenix Suns in game four, yeah, that one's got a sting. And I didn't get involved with it because of the positions that I have. I was needing a win from the Bucks in game four. So, But if you had the Suns and you're having plus four and a half, I saw some fives in some places as well. That's got to be a killer because ultimately until Booker went down with that fifth foul and had to sit out for a handful of minutes in that fourth quarter, that was the Phoenix Suns game from, from the get. And how does that carry over now into game five? I just feel like it's, I think from the Bucks standpoint, we've seen so many different adjustments on to their personnel and their starting lineup or not so much the starting lineup, but the amount of minutes to certain starters in particular, Adam to Brooke Lopez. And as far as, the series has progressed. His minutes have gone the opposite. They have been decreasing, and it's really because they've they've went smaller, a smaller lineup defensively to kind of 
to contend with that ball screen that Chris Paul loves to, to run and get in the middle of the court there as opposed to the drop covers that they run with Lopez, who's such a liability defensively when he has to step out of the paint. And I think that's really where the Bucks have made their hay here in the second and these last two games at home. Now what is the adjustment for the Suns on the other side here? I think the other part, too, is got to consider the defense that's been played on Chris Paul. Drew Holiday, in particular, game four, Adam, was up on him full court. He, he played 55 on him. He was picking him up as soon as he got the ball inbounded underneath their own basket. And I think over the course of a full four-quarter, 48-minute game, that has started to take its toll on Chris Paul. We saw the amount of turnovers that he's had the last few games, some really crucial turnovers coming in the fourth quarter late in that game in game four as well. So I got to look and see from the Phoenix Suns standpoint, what are they going to do to really try to take some of the pressure off Chris Paul, bringing the ball up, not getting him wearing down. I think we'll see more Booker tonight bringing that ball up on occasion so that they can kind of pick and choose and give Chris Paul some rest while he's actually on the floor. Well, I think the onus overall in this game falls on to Devin Booker. Uh, I think Devin Booker is going to have to have one of those kinds of games, and we've seen him do it twice thus far in the NBA Finals, 37 and 41 points. And Devin Booker is going to be called upon, I think, in this game to carry that scoring load, as you mentioned, because of the fact that Drew Holiday will have Chris Paul and because you probably need to limit Chris Paul's minutes to make him the most effective player that he can be. Uh, I have some thoughts about the props and how that plays out based on some of those that we're going to get to a little bit later here in the show. But at the moment, James, Suns minus 150 to win the series. Milwaukee plus 125. Uh, if you're wanting to try to predict the correct score of the series, most of them are three or three and a half to one. If you want the Suns in seven, that's closer to two to one. Uh, if you're playing the number of games, you're basically at even money on six and you're laying a little bit uh, at 25 on this going seven games. So I know where your positions are right now. Let me take you back for a second. Let's assume that you were starting from scratch here at the moment. How would you take a look at these series prices and the exact finish of the series? I think if we're just talking series winner here, you're looking at that number with Phoenix laying $1.50. That means they've got to win two games. And they do have the home court advantage. It's now a three-game series advantage to the Suns playing at home. And we've seen how well they've played at home throughout the duration of the playoffs. They have a great home crowd. And it's a very young Phoenix Suns roster, aside from Chris Paul and really Jay Crowder, young guys on that team. And they need that. That, that, that home crowd really gives them a boost, not only to their energy level, but also their confidence. Here, I think probably rather than having to take the lay of the 150, if I was doing that, if you need the Suns to win tonight. If you're thinking the, the Suns ha are going to win the series, they have to win the night. You can't lose at home tonight and now go back onto the road. You've, if the Suns lose tonight, they've lost, really, that young team has lost a ton of confidence considering that would be three straight losses. And now you're going to have to go on the road to save your opportunity to win the NBA Finals against the Bucks there at home. I, I, I don't like my chances there if the Suns lose tonight. So if I, rather than playing the series laying a dollar fifty. Maybe you get involved with tonight thinking that they win. You just take the Suns here on the money line. It's I see some one uh, roughly about one seventy on the money line. You got to pay a little bit more of a, a juice to it if you're wanting to get involved with the series. But I'd rather take tonight because I think the Suns win tonight. I I don't know if anybody's going to win on. They haven't done it so far throughout the series. That's kind of what I was anticipating when I was looking at the the series bets that I made. Just feeling like both teams have the ability to hold serve because this is a different final. 
finals, Adam, than what we're used to seeing. Yes, there's some star power out there with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, as well as Giannis. And then when uh, Middleton decides to have a good game, which he had a sensational game in game four, that's not always the case for Middleton, the inconsistent play that we see out of Chris. But here, there's no championship experience on these teams. And I think that's kind of half, that really has to factor into the handicap too, Adam. We're so used to NBA finals, the, the really the redundancy of whether it's teams and or the same players, these star, all-star players, superstar players that we see in there. And we have something to go off of as far as their championship pedigree in the past that we can apply to the handicap in, in the NBA finals. That's not the case this season. And I think here, because the home, because they are such young teams, inexperienced teams when it comes to playing in the NBA finals, I think that's where home court has really been such an advantage for both teams. I think this series goes seven and then it's kind of a toss up in game seven. So for me, if I'm getting involved, I probably just take the Suns on the money line tonight. I understand exactly where you're coming from, James, and some numbers to back up what you're talking about with the performance of these teams at home. In the playoffs, the Phoenix Suns are 8-2 and two straight up on their home floor, but perhaps most important to the fact that they're laying four in this game to the Suns, the margin of victory has been six or more in seven of those eight games. Only the one-point game they had against the Clippers, who are probably the best team that they've seen along the road here, is the one that's fallen outside that margin. For the Bucks on the road, they're five and six in the playoff. Now, mind you, they have gone on the road multiple times in enormous situations like Game 7 in Brooklyn and been able to get the job done. But five and six straight up, and the margin of that loss has been six or more points for them in five of the six losses. And I think that goes back to what you're talking about. It is about experience, about comfort for some of these experiencers on the whole floor. Numbers have brought that out through the course of the playoffs. I have not played it yet. A strong lean Phoenix Sun uh, playing the floor. We've seen them open at the half, move up to the floor. We've also seen the total move up uh, from about 215 to half to 19. Your thoughts on the total on this one? The total now tight. Talked about the experience. Young players, you know, boys, very, and I'm really fortunate to be there as far as the path to the finals with all the injuries of their opponents that, that were sustained, whether prior to their series and or during the series that they played. I think here in total, yeah, the market is kind of the first couple games, especially in Phoenix, get out there, run and gun. Phoenix, the basket looked big to those young players. Uh, in particular, I think about Bridges in that game, too. Couldn't miss a shot. He took plenty of shots, couldn't miss one. I uh, haven't seen the same thing on the road here. But I think now the the gravity and the, the enormity of the moment here, because it's such a pivotal game to actually win the NBA championship. You win game five, you're going to have, obviously, you're going to have a huge advantage. You just need one out of the next two. And in particular for the Suns, having the home court advantage here. But I I think with the way that the defense is being the adjustments we've seen from the Bucks defensively, that's really limited Chris Paul in the half court, which he likes to thrive in off that ball screen and making him work full court. I think now, so there's going to be more, more emphasis on value in the basketball, too many turnovers last game for the Suns, in particular for Chris Paul, a little more deliberate offensively. I think we won't see as many quick shots, more deliberate again in the half court sets to value the basketball, take good shots and, and instead of forcing shots, long play clocks. I'm going to look at the under tonight at 219. I have a feeling you might get an opportunity to get a better number than that as this day goes along considering the way we've seen this go so far. Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director here at the South Point in Las Vegas, joins us on the other side on the pregame show from VEASAN.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's VEASAN's The Free Game Show here at the South Point in Las Vegas as well as Denver, Colorado. I'm Adam Candy, joined by James Salinas. A quick update from the British Open, something I think you might want to take a look at as a potential opportunity here. Uh, Corey Connors has now moved within three of the lead. He's four under on the day. And James, you talked about guys who might be able to take advantage of course conditions. 
looks like Corey Connors is putting. And when Corey Connors actually has the putter working for a day, the ball striking is the more consistent part there for him. Seems to be getting warm 25 to one uh, to win the tournament. A lot of golf left, but for a guy who has the ability to go low, might be something worth taking a look at uh, depending on what your positions and bankroll are looking like. Joining us now from the South Point Sportsbook, our man Chris Andrews to give us a little perspective on how things are looking behind the counter with Game 5 of the NBA Finals here tonight, as well as, as we just mentioned, the Open Championship going on. Uh, Chris, let's start with the basketball and the Suns. Lane 4, total 219. Uh, Where have you seen the action coming in on Phoenix and Milwaukee? Well, we opened the game three and a half. Uh, It didn't last long. We got to four. I'll say we're pretty high on the Suns. We did flash a four and a half for a little while, but uh, one of the wise guys came in, took it right away. So I'm back at four, but money-wise, you know, I I should probably be at four and a half. I'm kind of resisting going again. Uh, Although if this trend continues, I'll certainly be back there before the end of the day, and we'll see if uh, there's an appetite for the wise guys to come in and take it again. I kind of think there will be. Uh, money line, I'm at $1.75, and it's really kind of the same story. Uh, I opened at 70 I'm up to 75 and I can easily be at $1.80. I probably will go there a little quicker than I would the 4 and a half. Uh, but uh, it's it's been all suns, and really, I mean, you can understand the reasoning. It's been a home series so far, and uh, I'm not sure that trend's going to break, although I'm if I were a Suns better, I'd be a little concerned about Chris Paul right now. He does not look 100% to me. And, Chris, I think he's a little tired, too. We've seen some great defense, full-court defense yeah. put on him by Drew Holiday as well. That kind of affects the total. And Adam and I were just talking about that total, 218, 218 and a half. Where is it at at your shop right now, and where do you anticipate the money coming in before it gets to tip time? Well, we're at 219 and a half. And it's really uh, kind of the same thing. A lot of uh, nothing but overplay. Uh, the first half also nothing. I mean, I'm looking right now. <laughs> it's hard to believe, but I don't have a single straight bet on the under in the first half. Uh, so we opened 106 and a half. We're up to 107 and a half. Um, it's not quite so dramatic on the game itself. But right now, I don't see that trend breaking. I think we're going to be 220, 220 and a half, maybe even before we finally get some serious underplay. And uh, this first half, like I said, I'm at 107.5. I have a feeling I'll be at 108 pretty quickly, and we'll see if that maybe triggers a little action the other way. But right now the trend is certainly on the over, uh, both game and the half. Chris Andrews from the South Point Sportsbook joining us. Open Championship continuing with a great battle atop the leaderboard right now. Oosthuizen and Spieth and some big names chasing as well. Uh, where are you guys sitting on the British Open? Well, we don't do great with Oosthausen. Uh, we do okay with Spieth. There's a lot of other guys in the mix that we do well on. Uh, I know there's a lot of sharp play on Oosthausen, and I, I can see why. I mean, the guy's always, like, right there. Uh, he won the Open, uh, what, 11 years ago, maybe, something like that. Uh, so he really likes these, kind of, these type of courses. He's really a terrific golfer on almost any kind of course, which is what you have to be to win. Uh, multiple majors, which is he, he's looking at. Now, I think uh, I have the, I have it on in the other room right now. I think he's up one right now, so he's playing well. But, you know, you don't want to par today. You don't want to shoot par. 
you know, if he wants to win it, he's going to have to be a couple under because there's a lot of guys chasing. And uh, I know you had mentioned some guys. You mentioned Connors earlier. He's another guy that I think has a chance. There's a few guys right in the hunt. So I'm, I'm really expecting a lot of drama tomorrow, and uh, that's really kind of good for everything. But we'll post, the, the, you know, we'll update the future board tonight and put up our matchups. But I'm looking forward to a really good day tomorrow and a great night tonight, too. So I know it's ordinarily kind of a slow time of year, but we've got some pretty good action going. That we do, and we are looking forward to all of it. Chris Andrews is the sportsbook director at the South Point, and we always appreciate the time that he gives us. Thanks, Chris. All right, thanks a lot, you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Sounds good. When we return, Major League Baseball has a full card today. James and I have a few ways in, not always, sides and totals. We love props in baseball as well. It's the pregame show here from VEASAN and VEASAN.com. football season is right around the corner and that means the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is coming soon. Our experts look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule, and early season trends to watch so you have a betting edge this football season. The guide is only $19.99 and discounts are available when you buy early, so now's the time. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access. Get everything we have to offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. The pregame show rolls on from Las Vegas and Denver. Adam Candy at the South Point. James Salinas in Colorado. Major League Baseball in full swing here after the All-Star break. James, it looks like you and I are on two of the same games here today. And let's start with the one that will be the marquee national TV matchup, largely because when these two teams get together, it always is the Red Sox and the Yankees facing off later today, matchup of power right-handers in Nathan Evaldi and Garrett Cole, uh, right here at the South point, Red Sox plus 118, Yankees minus 128 total of eight. The Boston Red Sox are seven and O straight up against the New York Yankees. Thus far this year, the teams will play six more times over the next week. Um, are we on the same side? I'm going to pull back the curtain here and find out what do you like today between the Red Sox and the Yankees, James? I'm betting that the Red Sox are going to make it 8-0 and here. I mean, they're right now, yeah, you got Garrett Cole on the mound and had a sensational game last week, 129 pitches, complete game against the Astros, but hadn't seen that for quite a while, especially with all the uh, talk in the month of June, at the beginning of the month of June, end of May, about the sticky substances out there, and definitely saw a little bit of regression from Garrett Cole through the month of June. I'm not just going to look at that one start against the Astros, and it's a terrific lineup, so it was a great performance from Garrett Cole against the Astros last week. But right now, this is a Yankees team, regardless of Garrett Cole on the mound, aside from him there, this is a really fractured team right now. Obviously, the COVID issues that have gone through the clubhouse, big issues there with the number of sticks out of the lineup today for the Yankees. But, you know, the Yankees the, the Yankees are going to take everybody's best punch each and every night throughout the entirety of the baseball season. 
we just haven't seen much of a punch back from the New York Yankees, and in particular, obviously, against the Red Sox here, who they've lost seven straight to this season. I just think you mentioned Eovaldi, and Eovaldi's pitched very well so far this season, maybe exceeded a little expectations, at least for me. But here, plus money, I don't get – I'm not getting quite the straddle that you've got out there, but I see some one plus 115s here in this case for the Red Sox. Make mine the dog here with the hungrier team and the team that is punching against the team right now that has a lot of issues going on in that clubhouse. James, you start by talking about the COVID issues with the New York Yankees. Six players, including Aaron Judge, are on the COVID-19 list. You are Shella, Jonathan Loizaga. They are a shorthanded squad. Last night, you had a point where Hoy Park was trying to drive in Chris Gittens and Greg Allen, not the way Brian Cashman drew it up at the beginning of the year. So to see plus money on the Boston Red Sox in this game, I don't care who the opposing starting pitcher is, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about the last time Garrett Cole saw the Boston Red Sox because it was only about two and a half weeks ago at Fenway Park. Here was the line. Five innings, five earned, eight hits, two walks, six strikeouts. He allowed three home runs to the Boston Red Sox. So he has had extended rest after coming off that great start in Houston, but We've seen that Garrett Cole has been prone to the homer ball this year. He's given up 15 of them, and there has been plenty of discussion about what the effects of the sticky stuff or lack thereof are for Garrett Cole. Now, on the other side, Nathan Evaldi, former New York Yankee, uh, twice he has pitched against the Yankees this year. 132 ERA. Two earned runs. They were both on solo homers. 13 strikeouts. He has only walked. Well, he hasn't walked anybody. None. And so, James, I look at the arsenal of Nathan Evaldi. The Yankees struggle against right-handers. They struggle against power right-handers. They don't catch up with velocity very well. Evaldi has the perfect combination of fastball and slider to keep them off balance. Giancarlo Stanton has looked terrible for New York of late, uh, 0 for 4 last night with three strikeouts. I'll go ahead and take Nathan Evaldi. In fact, that one is already in my account on Evaldi and the Red Sox. I also see that we have interest Mutually in the Giants and the Cardinals. That's Anthony DiSclefani still waiting for a starter to be announced uh, for the Cardinals. That game in St. Louis, that is a 7.15 p.m. Eastern start. Where are you on St. Louis and San Francisco? Once it, it, I thought it was Kim that was pitching, and so I'm going to double-check here, but I was looking at the total in this game. It's sitting at eight. Slight juice in some places. Yeah, a lot of 110. Some slight juice towards the under here at $1.15. But I have Kim listed on my sheet here. At you're least at, with you're the, right on that, James, at, by the way. You're right. It is. It, uh, it has been announced as Kim. And that's where I want to go with. I'm going to go with the under here, under eight. Sometimes I'll, I'll play the totals first five here. But in this case, just thinking about and love what the Giants have done all season long, the way their approach at the plate, the the veterans in that locker room, the championship medal that they bring to that clubhouse with some of those younger players in that lineup. But here, it's a pitcher-friendly park. We know that at Bush Stadium. But this is a Cardinals team. They just can't hit the baseball. And now Discafani, he's a little bit of regretion at least in May, had a kind of a rough patch there. But his last seven starts, he's allowed just eight earned runs in those 46 innings. And I think here, going against this really soft-hitting cards lineup against Kim, who keeps 
the Cardinals competitive in his starts, especially his last seven starts. Think about two weeks ago, he pitched seven innings of shutout ball, only giving up a couple hits to this Giants offense. And then his last seven starts, he's just allowed 10 earned runs in those contests. So yes, Kim does keep the Cardinals and the weak hitting lineup that it is in games and keeps it competitive here. That's where I'm going to shoot it with the under here sitting at eight. I'll take my chances and go under. You know, I like my micro markets, uh, James, when it comes to baseball and Paul Goldschmidt for the Cardinals gets very, very excited when he sees Anthony DiSclefani as the opposing pitcher. Now, I'm always looking for a minimum of 20 plate appearances. I want to see some statistically significant sample size here. Uh, you get 40 plate appearances for, I should say, uh, 29 and uh, 24 at-bats for Goldschmidt and DiSclefani. I was looking at the Matt Carpenter line there for a second. 12 for 24. Six of the hits have gone for extra bases. And if you use the stat cast numbers, you see that he has absolutely smoked the baseball and expected slugging percentage of 516. A uh, huge launch angle there. So I'm looking for any and all Paul Goldschmidt markets uh, that I can find for hits and total bases against Anthony DiSclefani here today. Uh, one more that I'll throw out there because it's in the same vein is Bueller and Gonzalez for the Dodgers and the Rockies. Trevor Story against Walker Bueller. Very interesting numbers uh, for Trevor Story against Walker Bueller, but I'm going to go a little bit against the grain on this one. How are we going to do that? Well, I'll tell you more on the other side of this break here from the pregame show on VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Thanks for tuning in on your Saturday to the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Back with the pregame show here from VEASAN and VEASAN.com. Adam Candy and James Salinas running you through a few more Major League Baseball plays as well as the props in the NBA Finals tonight. I have a couple that I like probably more than I have throughout the rest of this series now that we have a little information on how it's played out into the fifth game of the NBA Finals. Let's take a quick look at what's going on across the pond and get an update from the British Open as we've seen a little bit of movement with the leaders, Louis Oosthuizen is out to 12 under with the lead. Jordan Spieth has started off hot. He is three under at the turn for 11 over, uh, 11 under, I should say, for the tournament. Uh, Oosthuizen minus 150. Spieth uh, is 165 for the tournament. Dylan Fratelli, uh, who has played a total of six rounds on the weekend this year, uh, is nine under. So that's pretty amazing to see him popped up here in this spot. Colin Morikawa is even par through eight for nine under. And Corey Connors continues that charge. The Canadian is four under on his round. He is at the 16th. He is eight under for the tournament. You can get Corey Connors out to 28 to one here at the moment if you are so inclined. Uh, James, we teased a little baseball right before the break. The Dodgers and the Rockies, generally I would stay away from trying to handicap not only uh, a big mismatch here between the Dodgers and the Rockies, but also a game at Coors. You got the Dodgers minus 250 behind Walker Bueller. Rockies plus 210 with Chichi Gonzalez going total up at 11 and a half. But as I go through my micro matchups, I see Trevor Story against Walker Bueller. And we know how good Walker Bueller is. We know how good Trevor Story is. But 31 plate appearances for Trevor Story, six for 30. Uh, he has been against Bueller with seven strikeouts, 22% whiff rate, that is. And it is a 200 batting average and just a 274 weighted on base. And yet the numbers are still pretty well in favor of Trevor Story just to get a hit in the game. I will take Trevor Story no hit in this game at plus 200 on a couple of ideas. First of all, that the numbers against Walker Bueller aren't great. Second of all, that Walker Bueller is one of those starters who does tend to give you a little bit of length. Uh, he's a guy who you can generally count on for six to seven innings. So I like Trevor Story, no hit, largely based on the value at plus 200 in this contest. James, over in Chicago, I see you have one more with the White Sox, Lucas Giolito, against the Astros with Jake Odorizzi. Uh, Giolito, minus 115 against Odorizzi, 105. That game is a 7.15 p.m. Eastern start. I took the Astros here laying the dollar five in a sense. I guess the underdog here as far as the straddle is concerned. But this is the best hitting lineup in baseball right now are the Houston Astros. It's the toughest lineup to strike out. That's what Gia, Gia Little tries to be. 
uh, but is strikeout pitcher, but he's really struggled. He just hasn't been the Lucas Giolito that I think was expected of him to come in and compete all season long. It's just been a little off here, and I think going up against this Houston Astros lineup, trying to match the firepower uh, of the other side, where you there's a lot of sticks that are missing out of that White Sox rota- lineup right now. A lot of injuries. They'll be back. They'll come back. We're talking about Grandal and Robert and Jimenez, and there's a few others that they'll be back, and reinforcements will be there in that lineup for the White Sox come August, but that's not going to help out Giolito today. And I think here, the other side, his his opposing pitcher here with Odorizzi, Odorizzi's been terrific since he had a stint on the IL, basically missed the entire month of May. But since he's come back at the end of that month, his eight starts, 10 earned runs given up in those eight starts. So Odorizzi's been money for the Astros since he's come off the injured list here. I just like the matchup here as far as the not only the pitching is concerned, but just the White Sox lineup that is missing a number of key bats and has been missing a number of key bats for a while. I think it's just a tough matchup to try to match up against an Astros team that continues to consistently hit the baseball and does take some shame. There is some shame to go with that Astros lineup for sure from years past, but when it comes to shame and striking out, they don't have any. They are the toughest team to strike out in baseball. Make mine the Astros minus five. You know, James, my money is not familiar with shame, and so if you see a value in there, I have no shame in putting my money where it is going to grow, and if you think that's on the Houston Astros, then you certainly have my attention, and you mentioned a stat that I think is really important to highlight when it comes to Houston and it is that strikeout percentage because this is not one of those things where they're ahead by 0.1 in terms of least strikeouts. This is a feature of how the Houston Astros have built this lineup. They have a strikeout percentage on the year of 19.1%. The closest to them is the Houston Astros. I should say the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays at 21.8%. There is a larger gap between Houston and Toronto at number 29 and number 30 than there is between Toronto and Arizona at number 14 and number 29. They do not strike out. And so that also leads you to pitching props against the Astros. If you have high strikeout pitchers, guys that you might be uh, looking at the under four as you get going along your Major League Baseball card. James, let's switch over and talk about the NBA Finals just a little bit more as we finish up the pregame show. Suns four, total of 219. Props on the board now come with a little bit of information, right? We have seen how these teams defend each other. We've seen how the usage patterns are going to go in these games, and we see the big names on the board. Giannis at 32.5 points, 13.5 rebounds. Uh, Chris Middleton, 24.5 points. Drew Holiday at 18.5. On the Sun side, you have Devin Booker at 28.5. Chris Paul at 20.5. DeAndre Ayton, 15.5 on points. So, let me start with this, James. Uh, any of the big names that you think are being over or undervalued here in these numbers? Thinking about Giannis, and I've been actually getting this, this is where I've gotten involved throughout the series in the in the player prop market as opposed to where I'm just sitting with the positions on the Suns in six and seven here. I've been going deeper down the list when it comes to more of the role players or bench players in this case, but thinking about Giannis and sitting there at 32 and a half, and we've seen a couple sensational games out of Giannis, uh, in particular games two and game three, really just the dominant, just as aggressive as he's been, getting healthy 
healthier with that knee. That was the big question mark coming into the series. But I, I think collectively, it felt like in that last game, game four, kind of deferred some. Chris Middleton really shouldered the load scoring-wise. So I think Giannis now is being asked to do take more of a role on the interior because they're going smaller. It's not Lopez. Lopez played just 19 minutes in that game four with Giannis at the five. That means he's got to be more in the restricted area, getting in there, banging with Aiton. Uh, and it just takes more energy and effort there on the def- the defensive end, on the interior, where he's going to spend more energy. And I think that kind of played out, especially just uh, we saw it early. He got winded early in the first quarter, took an early break, came back in. It wasn't that he wasn't competing. He was. He just didn't take as many shots because I think he's spending more time on the defensive floor, on the defensive end of the floor in the paint. And to that point, uh, I think it was very impactful because we saw that big, huge block on that lob to DeAndre Ayton, guess who was there to make a sensational, or in a sense, not so much a game-saving play, but that would have really been a huge finish for the Suns at that standpoint late in the fourth quarter. So I might be looking to say, if I'm going to be one of these bigger players, it might be Giannis, because I think they're going to continue to go small. It's working right for the Bucks, and that puts more pressure on Giannis to have to expend more energy on the defensive side, physically on the interior. Love the theory behind that, James. And I actually have been with you in terms of where I've been looking. And it has been farther down the board. And that's where I start today uh, with Pat Connaughton. Uh, Pat Connaughton is not the guy that I think a lot of people pay attention to when it comes to the Suns. But you made a very good point earlier in the show talking about Milwaukee going smaller to try to extend that coverage out higher on the perimeter. Connaughton has been the beneficiary of that. Uh, In his last five games, he's averaging 30 minutes per game. And it's largely a matter of him getting the opportunity because in that time, he's averaged at least eight points per game in the last seven. His number is sitting at eight and a half right now. And it is actually plus money uh, here in Las Vegas, plus 105 on Connaughton to go over eight and a half. I see no reason to believe Pat Connaughton's not going to get the minutes in this game. And if he gets the minutes, the points are going to be there. He's a guy who's shooting from distance a bit. Uh, he's getting at least five field goal attempts over the last five games. And when we talk about props, not talking about banking on performance, you're talking about getting opportunity. And Pat Connaughton appears to be a guy who's going to get that opportunity for the Suns as a function of how uh, for the Bucks, as the function of how they choose to defend the Phoenix Suns. And the other one, James, I'm curious your perspective on this. P.J. Tucker, uh, I have his rebounds prop sitting at four and a half, and you have to pay the juice on it at 40. And I know how you feel generally about paying the juice. Ten of the last 15 games for the Milwaukee Bucks, P.J. Tucker has had at least five rebounds. Uh, you mentioned the fact that Giannis is playing inside more. That obviously impacts P.J. Tucker's ability to get rebounds. But that's the other one that I have some interest in. It probably a smaller bet uh, than Connaughton. So Connaughton over points at eight and a half. P.J. Tucker over rebounds at four and a half. I think for P.J. Tucker, my concern is just staying on the floor. Some really silly fouls and some questionable foul calls that were uh, the the swipes and some of the things that he does out there, closing out to shooters, does P.J. Tucker. Uh, I might be more inclined probably just to stay off of that one because he, he has a hard time staying on the floor due to foul trouble. He had five fouls in the last game. But I'm with you on Pat Connaughton. I've been riding that there. He's been, like you said, the, the amount of minutes that he's getting out there and the confidence level that he's playing with right now. You see it. You see it like when Bryn Forbes, Bryn Forbes is not seeing the 
the floor anymore because I think it's a young player too, but just not playing with any confidence out there. The opportunities are going to be there because the minutes are going to be there for Pat Connaughton. I've been hitting that prop a number of times throughout this series. I like it. I think he's their best bench player aside from Portis when he comes in. He gets a lot of minutes, but he's not in there to score. He's in there to, to defend and rebound. I think Connaughton with his volume of shooting as well as his confidence that we've seen throughout this throughout the playoffs, in particular in the NBA Finals. I'm with you on the Connaughton at a plus price. I'm all over it. British Open update. Lou Eustace in, in his final hole going out. Birdies at nine. Jordan Spieth says, cool. And Birdies 10. And we have a two-horse race emerging here at the British Open. Eustace in at 13. Spieth at 12. That now gives those guys three shots clear of the rest of the field. Lou Eustace in plus 130. Jordan Spieth plus 140 in your live betting market on the British Open. For James, I'm Adam. Pre-game show is wrapping up here on Visa. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.